You are listening to the official podcast for ICGC Calvary Temple, Teen Chapel. Be blessed as you listen to life-changing messages by seasoned men and women of God. The Bible says in all thanks, in all things, give thanks to the Lord, for it is the will of God. Today we are giving thanks to God because it is God's will for us. Reko Safeli Yatadabadiata, Ma Ampa de Levelia Dadabadabaha, Ma Apa Levedio Sapanda de Bediata, Le Epeleveria Tadadabaha, Rada Dabadabadabaha. If God has been good to you, just want to thank God, Ma Embedevelia Tadadabaha, Ra Afadio Sapanda de Beliata, La Pata Dadadadabaha, Ma Ampa de 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 Father, we don't have anything to say. All we have to say is thank you, Jesus. All we have to say is thank you, Jesus. All we have to say is thank you, Jesus. All we have to say is that, Father, we are grateful for the journey in the name of Jesus. We are grateful for the rest of the year. Father, we are grateful for everything. Ma embedeva osa pandebehe, la pandebe osa padiata, la apalele bele badiosa, la pandeveli atalele badiata. We lift your name, we lift your name, Father, we lift your name, we lift your name, we lift your name.
you happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I can only hear ladies' voices. I'm not hearing the guys, but hallelujah. Uh-huh. That's more like it. You are letting the ladies have the day too much. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be here today? Oh, I'm not feel are you happy to be here today? You know, yesterday was 25th, Christmas Day. Or you don't know. And today is 26th, Boxing Day. So we are still in the Christmas mood. But I'm not seeing the excitement. I'm not feeling your excitement. Are you happy to be here this morning? No, I... I, Probably this is not a teen chapel. I mean, 
before I got married and came to ICGC, in fact, I've been visiting Christ's temple, and I've heard a lot of things about ICGC. I know that you people are ojashios, fire, but it is as though I am back. Even where I was before I came here is almost more vibrant than this. Are you excited to be here? Uh-huh. I can see that you are in the spirit. I can see you are in the spirit. Exactly, exactly. Um, let me see. Maybe the choristers, just two or three of you to come and just give us one hot song. Something that we can dance with. Uh, to show that we are excited to be in the house of the Lord and it's Christmas time. Just something. The other day, I learnt, I've learned a few dances, so I want to practice it. There's something like this. Uh-huh. I want to I want to be able to do something. And then there was the other one. One of my teachers, um, Olivia and Winnie, there was something you were doing, something like that. So, please, oh, just quickly, Lois. Uh, Lois, is that you? Uh, you told me that the hair won't change. But it has changed. Something fast. Uh-huh. Then we can shake ourselves. We are in the Christmas mood. Amen. Oh, amen. So please, let's be on our feet. You can't dance sitting down. It is only my parents who may be able to dance sitting down. For you, you are young. We go to hell. Hell your name. Put your hands together for them and give the Lord a shout! 
I didn't say give the Lord a whisper. I said give the Lord a shout. Nice, nice, nice. God is good. And all the time. Now who say God not they be? Awesome, awesome. Please take your seats. Are you want to continue? Don't worry, you'll get some more. When they said we should dance, when we were supposed to be dancing, some people were, this hot song, and people were doing this. They're shaking, crying. But bit by bit, we'll get there. Amen. I want to say a very big thank you to Uncle Bijou for giving me this opportunity um, to just share a word on the 26th of um, December, Boxing Day. I'm very grateful, Uncle Bijou. God bless you so much for uh, having confidence to let me say something. I hope I don't disappoint you. I'm a bit nervous. Yeah, when I stand before plenty of people like this, I get nervous. And when I get nervous, I mention names. So when I know your name, I'll mention like Melissa or Siram or Emanuela or Lois. Lois, I'm on your case this morning. Eh? We thank God for everything. Um, like I said earlier on, today is Boxing Day. Yesterday was Christmas Day. And what's, first of all, let me find out, what do we understand? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's me. It's me. This is the face. I know, I know, no. There's nothing special. It's just this one. You say ish. Eh. Okay, so I was asking what's, um, what do you know by or understand by Christmas? Or why are we talking about Christmas? Maybe just two people to tell me something. And if nobody talks, like I say, once I know your name, I'll mention. Maria. I don't know Maria. Oh, you are Maria. Uh, tell me something. Yeah, I know Maria. I know Melkida. And I know um, Inshira. Inshira. Is it Ustas or Ustas? I always get the name wrong. So please, someone tell me what, why Christmas? Anybody, any volunteer? Okay, Maria. Who is Maria? You, yes. So what do you understand by Christmas? Um, I understand that Christmas is to remember the birth of Jesus Christ, to remember why we are all here in the first place. Thank you. Great. Do we agree with her? Yeah. Oh, so you can clap for her. Yes. Anybody else? Anybody else? from somewhere around here. I've gone to this side, so. And they used to mention a certain Soa, Soa. Yes. Oh, Soa is not here today. Oh, Soa has traveled. Selikem. Yes. No, no, no. One lady spoke, so a guy should speak, right? Yeah, Selikem, you are happy. So any, any person, any guy from here? Della? Michael? Anybody? 
So you look at me. You tell me something. Celebrate Christmas to remember the birth of Jesus Christ and um, how he was brought into the world to save us. Yes. Okay, I like that. Um, in the, yes, yes, clap for him. In the work that I do, at a point in time after your training, you go for something we call oral rating. They ask you questions and then you answer. And they say one of the key things is that when they ask you a question, you go straight to the point. When you add something else, it will bring follow-up question. So, what's your name? Elvis. Kwame. Kwame. Okay. So, Kwame said that how Jesus was brought into the world. Uh, I'm tempted to ask, how was Jesus brought into the world? But I will not ask Kwame. Somebody else. Anybody else? Oh, look at me. Don't G or I. If you G or I, I'll call you. The one holding the mic. Ah, okay, yeah, the one holding the mic. You want to say something? Say something. How was Jesus born? We all know that Jesus was born in the manger, and then he was born by. We all know that Jesus was born in the manger, and then uh, he was born by Mary. He was what? Born by Mary. He was born by Mary. When you're answering, some of them were saying how, not where. So how? Well, or the he Holy was born Spirit, by, pardon? The Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. Okay, the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. So sometimes some people talk about the uh, um, divine incarnation, right? You know what that means? Oh, don't, don't worry, I'll not call you. Do you know what that means? Yes, yes or no? Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? No, okay. Uh-huh. Don't worry, I'll call you. I've finished my questions. So you can look at me now. Just give me your attention. I finished my questions. Yes. Yeah, so we, we, we he mentioned about um, Mary giving birth to Jesus, and I'm talking about the divine incarnation. So we are talking about how Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, but it is not the seed of a man that was put in Mary. It's not Joseph who impregnated Mary, but it was who? The Holy Spirit. Right? Jesus birth from you and I. For us, our parents came together and then we were conceived and born. For Jesus, it was not a human being, but it was the Holy Spirit who overshadowed Mary and for that reason, he was conceived. Amen. Shall we just close our eyes shortly and pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We want to pray that even as we remember the birth of Jesus Christ, may you teach us lessons that we would apply to our lives and our lives will not be the same again. We pray that may we have a wonderful time this morning. Bless us abundantly and minister unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, amen. amen. Yes, so Christmas, um, just as you have said, we are remembering Jesus Christ and his birth, like I mentioned earlier on, is unique. That is why it is not just any ordinary thing. 
John the Baptist, his birth was also unique. But John the Baptist, the understanding we get is, is as a result of Zachariah and Elizabeth. But Jesus' birth is different. Okay, when you read the book of John chapter 1 verse 1. Okay, I don't have much time so I can't do a quiz. Because we are reading the New Testament, right? And we are in where? First Corinthians, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? Which means we should have read John already. Selikem, right? I said when I know your name, I'll mention. When I have eye contact with you, I'll mention your name. When I look in your direction, you remove your eye, and I know you, I'll mention your name. Whatever you do, I'll mention. So just be yourself. Okay, so John 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then when you move to verse 14, it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So I was talking earlier about the miracle of the divine incarnation where God came to be like one of us. God is God. The Bible says that God is spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But then he took time to come and take our form, to be like us, to feel what we feel, to um, experience what we experience. When I was um, youth president in my other church, I used to tell the youth that whatever it is, God knows about it. Talk to him about it. And so that when a young lady, you are going around and in class, you start having something they call crash on a li- and one of the guys, you can go and talk to God about it. God, there's this guy in my class. It looks like when I see him, my heart goes boom, boom, boom. So God, please help me to deal with it. Okay? Or you're a guy, when you see that lady and she does this, then your whatever the teacher is saying for the rest of the day, vanishes. You talk to God about it. He's concerned about all of those things. Eh? So, God came to be like one of us. To feel what we feel. And to experience what we experience. In uh, Philippians 2, 5 verse 8. Is Philippians before or after Corinthians? Oh, answer me here. Those of you here, please keep quiet. Is Philippians before or after um, Corinthians? Pardon? Are you sure? Okay, so you've not gotten there yet. So I can't ask you a question on that. Oh, answer me here. Can I ask you a question on Philippians? <laughs> okay, you let's continue. So Philippians 2, 5 verse 8 talks about Jesus Christ taking the form of a servant, becoming like one of us. So he, the Bible says he did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he humbled himself and took the form of a servant. The nature of man. Okay? So, I'm just bringing out this scripture to let you understand that Jesus' birth is not just anything. It's not like just one of us, but he came to become like one of us. He came to um, be in our form so that he can experience what we experience. And then he can die and save us from our sins. Hallelujah. That is why he did not just appear one day out of the blue, but he went through the entire process. He was a baby. At a point in time, he had to be carried and taken to Egypt because Herod wanted to kill him. That is the man Jesus, and he's the one we are celebrating today. So in celebrating Christmas, we remember the requirement of redemption that was fulfilled in Christ Jesus, and that he became like us, like I mentioned earlier. 
earlier on. Now, the events surrounding the birth of Christ, you realize that it is all joy and celebration. The Bible says that when the angel appeared to the shepherds, he said that he had good news. Amen. He had good news. Okay? Something that was to make the world glad. And then he added that Jesus Christ was to be born and he was going to save the people from their sins. That was good news. And then the Bible adds on that when he had said this to the shepherds, there was a great multitude of the heavenly host who sang praises to God. It was a joyous time. So it is not out of place for us to also want to enjoy during Christmas. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You look like you have not enjoyed this Christmas. Or COVID is worrying things. COVID is not worrying things. So the parties are coming on. Or no parties. Oh, but yesterday we even had a party. And I'm sure today when we close, some people will go for a party. Tomorrow there will be party. And uh, it's only maybe something like going to the beach or something that we may not do. But there will be some form of celebration. And it is not out of place. Okay, because Jesus Christ was born and we are rejoicing and celebrating him. Amen. So in Luke 2, 10 to 14, that's the account of the angel coming to. The Bible says that after the shepherds had gone to verify what the angel had said, they left glorifying and praising God. And the Matthew 2, 1 to 2, makes us to understand that the Magi that came from the east, they uh, came and they, they worshipped him. Just a little bit, I want to know from you. The uh, wise men that came to see Jesus, it's in the Bible, it's M-A-G-I. What's the correct pronunciation? Pardon? Magi. Uh, I don't know. I'm asking. Those of you who are still in school, you will know. Those of you who speak good English. So it's what? Magi. Oh, please correct me. Magi. Hey, I mean, that's what I know. The Magi from the East. Please, if you give me wrong filler and I go and say something, they laugh at me, I'll come back to you. Then I'll call you one by one. You come and sing a song before you sit down. You, so you, let me just take with the wise men from the east. They came to Jesus and then they said they worshipped him. So yes, I'm just letting us to know that one, it was a joyous uh, celebration and it is not out of place for us to also celebrate. Okay? Okay? Yes. Amen. So I was just, I was assuming that when I say that, then you will just give a shout of praise unto God. I look like in Teen Chapel, the guys don't shout. Eh? In Teen Chapel, the guys don't shout. Or because Soa is not here, you people are down. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, wonderful. And then the other reason why we celebrate, I think some of, one of us mentioned it, is the fact that God demonstrated his love to us. The Bible says in, I think, Romans 5 verse 8. Is it Romans 5 8? That God demonstrated his own love towards us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. 
Because God so loved us, he gave himself unto us. So that is why we ought to celebrate. There is a reason for us to celebrate. Amen. Amen. We thank God. So this morning, what I, even as I remind us of Christmas, remind us of the fact that we need to celebrate. We need to be happy. We need to enjoy. This morning when Uncle Ivan was leading us in prayer, he was telling us that we, it's a time of praise. Let us pray and thank God. Uh, some of us were not moving at all, but I don't know, maybe things have been just cool for you. Okay? But there was a time that I sprained my ankle. Ankle as in A-N-K-L-E. Right? Not U-N. A-N-K-L-E. I sprained my ankle and I remember I went, I sprained it, but that morning I wanted to play tennis. So I still went to play the tennis. I enjoyed myself well, well. Then when I finished, I sat down to cool down. And when I sat down, I had to be carried to my car because I could not walk on the ankle. And then I began to appreciate the fact that when I just stepped like this, one, two, three, I ought to give God the glory. I ought to give thanks to God. When you breathe, for anybody who has had difficulty in breathing before, when you are able to take in your breath and breathe out, you ought to thank God. Maybe some of you, I mean, because you are young, fees have been paid. You get pocket money or chop money, whichever one you call it, when you are going to school. But have you ever thought of what your parents go through to be able to get the money for you? If all your fees are paid, you need to thank God. If you have food you eat, you need to thank God. If you are alive this morning, you need to thank God. Hallelujah. Because God is good. Amen. Amen. Okay, so this morning, what I just wanted us to do was, even as we, have, we are celebrating Jesus Christ coming onto the earth, I want us to look at a few people in the Bible and how they responded to Jesus Christ when he was um, brought into the world or when it was even announced to them that Christ will be born. Amen. 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 Oh, Toko. If you don't make me feel you, I will descend to you. And I will come amongst you. Like Christ came amongst us. And I will give you the mic. And then you will say something. And I will start with the names that I know. Daniel. No, I don't know Daniel. Who is Daniel. Who is Daniel? Oh, okay. Oh, you have a nice smile, Daniel. I see. Interesting. So the first people we want to look at are Mary and Joseph. Mary and Joseph. And the Bible makes us to understand in Luke 1, 26 to 38. Luke 1, 26 to 38. First, concerning Mary. When Mary had that encounter with the angel, the Bible says that she said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be unto me as you have said. Amen. amen. Oh, amen. amen. She said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be as you have said. Mary surrendered her will to God. And then when you look at Matthew 1, 18 to 25, it is the account of Joseph. The Bible says that when Mary told, or when Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant, he wanted to divorce her quietly because he was a righteous man. 
But fortunately, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and then told him what to do. And the Bible says that when he woke from the dream, he went, he took Mary as his wife and lived with her. As that they surrendered their will to God. Even though they had their own plans, when God decided to intervene, maybe Joseph didn't understand initially. But at the end of the day, he understood and then he walked and fulfilled it. Amen. Amen. I, I don't know whether maybe because of the encounter with Zachariah, when the angel had an encounter with Zachariah, because um, Elizabeth was to get pregnant, but the angel visited Zachariah first. And probably because of the response he got, this time he decided that, let me visit Mary first. Because if I visit Joseph, maybe, maybe Joseph will discourage Mary from accepting what has to be done. You never know. But they say women are more spiritual than men. Is that true? Yeah. Women are more spiritual than men. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because when we have meetings, camp meetings, programs like that, when they are praying, usually hear the women, or sorry, the ladies screaming, falling under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Most of the time, the guys will stand like this. When you even touch them, no movement. You touch them, no movement. You be, receive the Holy Spirit and they'll be looking at you. For the ladies, oh, receive the Holy Spirit. Before you do, they are already down. I remember the last camp meeting. I used to stand by some of the ashes. And because I knew they will fall. What they will fall right now. Usher who is supposed to hold the people rather. So I sense a move. Ah! Then they are down. So I use it. I, it was wrong, but sometimes I use it to judge uh, whether the minister is ministering properly. <laughs> so, because if they are not falling, then I'm asking, hey, maybe the anointing is not there yet. Because they are supposed to fall. I mean, uh, I've not mentioned anybody's name, over. but if you know, you know. I'm looking for one particular Asha, but I'm not finding her, but it is well. Okay, so the women are more spiritual. It has been um, agreed on. Yes. And then Mary and Joseph, like I said, they did not seek to please God. I don't know. Uh, okay, you, you are young, so you will not know. But Auntie Jennifer, supposing you were, as you had planned for your wedding, and then suddenly the Holy Spirit says, don't do the ceremony like the way you want to do it. The dance you danced. Yeah. Don't do, don't do that because I have a different assignment for you. I mean, it would have been something else. Or anti-melody. <laughs> it's not the voice of God. It's true. It's true. Maybe as we are leaving this place, some of you have something you are going to do. Maybe a relative that you've not seen in a long while. They've come from the U.S. They've told you that they have brought iPhone. Is it 13, 14, or 15? That's... No, nowadays, they, re they release, it looks like every six months, every three months, they are releasing. So which one? Me, I, don't, I know there was iPhone 13 and iPhone 13 Pro and iPhone 13 Pro Max. I will 13 Pro Max something. 
No, I'm prophesying. Yeah, so you know that your relative has brought you that. You are looking forward to it. Then the Lord tells you that, wait, don't go. Yes, that, that is how it might have felt for Mary. But then she put all of those things aside. She humbled herself and she accepted the will of God. I just want you to ponder over it. What are you willing to give up when God demands your attention? Some of us, it is um, parents' money. I was going to say our money, but most of you, you don't have money yet. So your parents' money, you pride yourself in it. And because of that, we can say, umbushe. Some of you is the nice footwear that you have. Maybe every, every month you're able to release a new foot, Nike or Under Armour. Or maybe for you it is something. Maybe even as we've not even seen the iPhone 14 yet, you've already pre-ordered it. But what are you for future use? Yes. But what, but what are you willing to give up? Remember that God gave us his son and we should be willing to also give unto him. But most important, we also, also give unto others. Okay? Gifts, our time, and even the word of God unto others. So this morning, even as we'll be going on the outreach, if you have not decided to go, maybe this is the opportunity for you to make that decision to be part of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The next group of people I want us to look at is the shepherds. Um, their story can be found in Luke 2, verse 8 to 20. And uh, I love the shepherds because they were minding their own business. And then all of a sudden, an angel appeared to them and then gave them a message of good news. By the way, who has had an angelic visitation before? Anybody? Anybody who has had an... Oh, you had an angelic visitation before? Eh. How was it like? Me, I've not had one before, so... It was nice. You felt happy. You were not afraid. Pardon? You were scared. Okay, one day we'll let you tell us your story, your testimony. But it must have been some way that all of a sudden an angel appears to you and gives you a message and tells you that there is good news. But one thing that I love about the shepherds' flocks that night, but when the angel gave them the message, the Bible says that they went to verify what the angel had said. So the work that they were doing, they made it second priority. And then they made the Messiah who has been born the top priority. Hallelujah. What is your priority in life? What is your priority even in this, this Christmas period? What have you planned to do? Maybe you had planned to attend series of parties and COVID is spoiling it. So you, you are angry with COVID, not because it is making people sick, but because it spoils and poté for you. Or you're going to meet up with the girls' girls. Have some... You finish SHS, so Charlie, you for chill. Lois. Melkida. For chill, and then COVID is spoiling the thing. But maybe it is a time for you to rethink your priorities. Hallelujah. So what is your priority? The shepherds made... 
looking for that Messiah, their priority. And this morning, I want to encourage us that let us begin to set our hearts and our minds on Christ Jesus. Amen. Then the other thing we learned from the shepherds is that after they had verified everything, they left praising God. That is why the, when Uncle Ivan was talking about praising God, it was really important to me. We cannot be celebrating Christ and just be there like that lamb. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a shout. Yeah. Oh. We. No, let me feel you. You are not letting me feel you. Hmm? If it was somewhere like I would have just dropped the mic and then go. If it was somewhere. But it is not somewhere. Okay, amen. amen. So the, sorry, the wise men from the east. Let me not make my mis- a mistake. And somebody will go and, that's all they'll remember. Hey, this morning, how was church service? I go hang by like something. That's, the, that's what all that they remember. Uncle will hang by like something. So the wise men from the east. And you can get the account from Matthew 2 verse 1 to 12. The Bible makes us to understand that they saw the star and then they followed it in order to go and worship the one who has been born king of the Jews. And indeed, when they found him, they did two things. They worshipped him and then they presented him with gifts. Now, the question that I want to ask you based on the wise men is, what are you giving to Jesus? There are some of us that we have never given an offering before. When the basket comes, you say, pass it over. Every time. But I remember some time ago, Uncle Bijou mentioned that we should develop the habit of even using our own money for offerings and even for tithe so that when that relative that you're expecting comes and gives you oh just lois take 200 dollars and uh, just use it to sort yourself out then you will take some for offering and then you will take the 10 percent for tithe it should become a habit by god's grace i learned that not very young but when i entered sss at that time it was sss when I entered SSS, I learned to be given tithe from any little money that I have. So right now you have, maybe they give you one CD. So you take 10 pesos and you put it down for tithe. When you learn it now, it will be easy for you to give your tithe when you are old. But when you are waiting, when I get that $1 million, I'll give, it, I'll give God tithe. You are lying. You will get the $1 million and then you will now start finding excuses why you should not give that tithe. So please, let us give ourselves to God. Let us give our tithes and our offerings. We also need to give um, our gifts and our talents. When there are some of us here that we are not in any department. Singing, you won't sing. Ushering, no. Um, Media team, no. Playing musical instruments, no. Uh, dance, no. You even don't join the choreography. Dance when the choristers are singing, no. Quari- singing, you won't sing. Sweeping, you, you will not do anything, but it is not good. You must find something to do in the house of the Lord. 
And I pray that those of us who are not in any department, we will repent. Amen. 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 There are those who are saying amen are those who are rather in the department. But I believe that we are changing our minds. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. So, yes, we ought to be given our gifts and our talents. But most importantly, we ought to give ourselves. The Bible says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, that we should give our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable. First and foremost, we should give ourselves. And when we have given ourselves, then our tithes, our offerings will be pleasing unto God. Amen. So the question I'm asking you this morning what are you giving Jesus? I've asked you, what is your priority? This morning, I'm asking again, what are you giving Jesus? Amen. 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 The other thing that, and uh, the, the other group of people I want to talk about are Simeon and Anna. How many of us remember them from the Bible or the Christmas story? Only one person. But we are supposed to have read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, who, and you don't remember Simeon and Anna? Hey, I mean for real, or you are just uh, ghosting on me some more? You don't remember? Selikem, do you remember? Hey, you don't. I saw I'll mention the names again there. Eh? One last time, one last time. Siram, do you remember? Simeon and Anna. But I didn't see your hand up. Maud, do you remember? Hey, there's nobody called Maud here. Because your head was up when I said Maud. Patience, do you remember Simeon and Anna? Hey. Glory, do you remember Simeon and Anna? Hey, so how are you reading the Bible? At least a few things should catch your attention. But you, you remember when Jesus was taken into the temple on the eighth day? You remember that story? Do you remember that story? And then there were some people who met him and then they talked about what will happen to him. Eh, the man was Simeon. And the woman was Anna. Or oh, your eye is just chorus. It's like when I when we were in um, when I was in school, they were teaching us this song, our school song. You don't understand. Not you don't understand. You don't remember the words. So you are just waiting for the last verse when they sing. You know, you yeah. sing some. Or the in. Methodist Church, we sing the tedium. Be forever confounded. Then we finish. Eh? So Simeon and Anna met Jesus in the temple. And they prophesied about him to those who were around. But Simeon and Anna were people. Simeon, the Holy Spirit had promised him that he would see Jesus before he dies. And what I want to pick from the two of them is that they were ready they were devoted and they were dedicated. Okay? So the Bible says that Anna was in the church. She was fasting and praying all the time in the temple. 
after her husband died, she was fasting and praying and seeking God. Simeon was also a devout man. The Holy Spirit was upon him. The other, next question that I'll ask is, how dedicated are you? How devoted are you to God? And what expectation do you have of Jesus? It, will be an, it is an error for us to just live in the emotions. You come to church, you don't expect anything. Or you are a Christian, but you are just living there. I mean, what can come, can come. Anything that happens, I take them. No, you should have a certain level of expectation and live towards it. Hallelujah. So these people were ready and they were expectant. And what had been promised them was fulfilled. Amen. Amen. So let us continue to seek Jesus and he will certainly reveal himself to us. The next person that I would like to talk about is King Herod. As for him, you remember him, right? Hey, you remember King Herod, right? Okay. There, is, there are two last group of people that I want to talk about. And they, they are remarkable in their attitude. The Bible says that the wise men from the east, in, follow, or in following the star looking for Jesus, they ended up in Jerusalem. And then they went and asked Herod, where is the king of the, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star. We have come to worship him. The Bible says that when they told Herod that he became disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. Now, why was he disturbed? When the shepherds were told about the birth of Jesus, the Bible says that they went to verify it and they came back rejoicing. Why is that Herod was disturbed? Anybody can give me an answer. You want to say something? No, you. You don't want to say something. Hey. You don't want to say something. So I should go back. Hey. So I don't even know what to do. I'm shy. <laughs> I don't know whether I should persist or I should give up. I should persist. Or you want to you want to bail her out. Okay. Somebody has offered to bail you out. Because he is a king. Because Jesus Christ is a king. Because Jesus Christ is a king. Excellent. So that's one of the reasons why Herod decided was disturbed. Anybody else? Uh, yes. He feared, he, he feared that Jesus will overthrow him. He feared that Jesus will overthrow him. Anybody else? You want to say something? No. You, sometimes I think I am thinking that when I ask you, you want to say something because I'm a little older, you'll be shy and say, oh yeah, yeah. I'll say something. But I said, no. Should I go back? Yes. Hey. Yeah, I didn't know whether I should persist or I should just give up. But anyway, anybody else to say something? Emanuela? Oh, it's not Emanuela. Is Emanuela right? Eh. Nothing. You have nothing to say. Hey. Okay. Yeah, so basically what they have said is true. Herod was probably afraid that uh, somebody will overthrow him. Or he was afraid that maybe he will still be king. But his children who will rule after him, somebody else will take their place. But for whatever reason that Herod had, he became disturbed. And the Bible makes us to understand that he told the wise men that, Oh, you go and worship the king. Where he is. So that me too, I'll go and worship him. 
And the Bible says that when the wise men had finished, they were warned in a dream. So they did not go back to Herod, but went to their town in another place. And Herod, when he realized that he had been deceived, what did he do? Oh, no, not you again. What did he do? Oh, okay, yeah. What did Herod do when he realized he had been deceived? He, he made his soldiers like uh, kill all children under two years. Yes, exactly. Please clap for him. <laughs> Herod caused all children two years and under in a certain place to be killed. He committed a massacre. He made children to lose their lives. Why? Because of his insecurity, because of his evil heart, because of the desires of his heart. What are those desires in your heart that may turn you away from God? Do you know that there are some ahead? I, I believe that I will not find such in Teen Chapel. But maybe if there is such, which I hope not, we would repent. But I heard that there are some people who plan, who pl say that this Christmas, dear, I'll break my virginity. And I know that when I said that, oh, you are looking at the ladies. There are some guys also who do that. And besides, the guys who do the breaking of the virginity. Yes. There are some people, I've, I've heard somebody say that, that as for this Christmas, dear, it must happen. As for this Christmas, dear, I must do something memorable. And that is their memorable something. And then in January, we reflect on what we have done. And then we realize that, ooh. I had, a, I had a, a sad story of a young lady who was pure and chaste. But the friends around her were not. And they kept pressuring her, pressuring her. And finally, she did not stand her ground. She gave in. And she went to do the thing. That ought not to be done. That Uncle Bijou has been telling us about, that we should not do them. But still, now when that was SHS, now, when she went to the university, now she had a different group of friends. Now, all those friends were chaste, were virgins. And then she was the only one left out. So now they are talking about how they will keep themselves for the Lord, how they keep themselves for their future husbands. And then she's just quiet because she made a mistake because of peer pressure. Please. In this Christmas and in the rest of the Christmases, let's make sure we repent. If you have ever had such a plan, that is why God made me come and tell you this morning, please don't go ahead with that plan. Make it a point to keep yourself. It is very important. But if you have not even kept yourself, there is always repentance. God does that. He did it for some of us. He can do it for you too. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. You see how you are excited when I talked about those things. Hey. Hmm. And finally, the last group of people I want to talk about are the chief priests and the teachers of the law. Uh, for them, they amuse me. Because when you read the account in Matthew 2, verse 3 to 6, as for them, they knew. The Bible said, when Herod called them and asked them, if this is true, they said yes. And they even gave where he had to be born. In Bethlehem of this place and that place at this time. Because the prophet had said this. They knew that Jesus Christ was to be born. They knew where he was to be born. And they knew that if the people say his star has come, then it means that he is there. But the Bible make, gives us no account of them going to look for this king to worship him. And there are some of us like that. We are here. The camp has come. Christmas in the box will come tomorrow by God's grace. Yesterday there was party. There has been all night. We have passed through all, but still, still, our lives are not transforming. So sometimes when some of us, when, our, when we tell our parents, oh, there is a program, a uh, teen chapel, we want to go. Our parents are not sure. Because since you started teen chapel, they've still not seen any change. When they call you, you, you send too much. They still are not seeing the change. And because of that, they are not convinced that something good is happening. But how many of you believe that something is good is taking place in Teen Chapel? Oh, let me see your hands properly. Yes, something good is It has started. It is continuing. And we will get there to the glory of God. So let us not be like the chief priests and the teachers of the law who just were there. They knew the thing, but they did not put it into action. The Bible, the Bible says, faith without works is what? Oh, faith without works is what? So let us put our faith in action. And let us continue to do the things that glorify God. Finally, the last thing that I want to mention is that anytime we talk about the birth of Christ, we Talk, we mentioned something they call the first advent. Advent, when he was born in the manger, he came baby like that. He was so frail, he was taken care of. Until he reached 30, he was anointed, he did the works that he had to do. But there is also a second coming of Jesus Christ. How many of us know that Jesus Christ is coming again? If you don't know, that is why we are reminding you. He is coming again. And this time he's not coming as a baby. He's coming as who? As who? Uh, as who? Uh, say that thing. As a judge. Hey, say it. You are not confident. As who? Uh, uh, uh. He's coming as a righteous judge. He's coming as their king. He is not coming to come and beg you to follow him. He's coming to judge. And the question is, are you and I ready for him? Oh, I like that. I like your confidence. Are we ready for him? Are you sure? So that right now, if we start hearing some loud sound, we will look up in expectation. Hey, are you sure? When I was in school, any time there was 
um, a rainstorm, especially at night. Then it was strange, the lights will also go off. Then you hear the thunder and the lightning will also flash. Then I start confessing my sins. Because maybe Jesus Christ is coming. Maybe, oh, you never know. You never know. You never know. So please, even as we are celebrating Jesus having come to save us, let us remember that he is coming again. And the Bible says he's coming for a church without spot and without blemish. It will be sad that we are happy here and then we reach heaven and I don't see. As for me, I know I'll be there. I don't know about you. I don't know what your expectation is. But me, I'll be there. But it will be sad that we are looking for each other. And then we, we don't find. And we ask, oh, what happened to this person? Hmm. We would ask Jesus or ask some angels. And then they would tell us, oh, they did not make it. Oh, after all that we, le- we learned here, it will be sad. So please, let's make it our goal that heaven will make it. When Christ comes, when the trumpet sounds, some, was it last year or so that there was some little earth tremor? There was some little shaking. Even that small shaking, you know, some people started confessing their sins. I saw some social media posts that somebody said that, oh, somebody should have blown a trumpet at that time. Eh? As the earth shook, you no, know, then he takes a trumpet. Paw, paw, paw. It would have been nice, though. It would have been nice. But fortunately, God has given us more time. So please, let us make sure that we are ready at his coming. Amen. This morning, I just want us to just reflect on these things. What is your priority? What are you giving to Jesus? Are you having evil in your heart when you ought to be celebrating at the birth of Jesus? Are you rather planning evil? Maybe you are planning on taking somebody's boyfriend. Or you are planning on taking somebody's girl. Or you are planning on messing somebody's life. Repent. And then let us always remember that Jesus Christ is coming again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shall we please close our eyes? We are grateful to God for what he has taught us this morning. But at the end of the day, like I said, we want to make it to heaven. We want to have crowns. But this thing does not just happen like that. It starts with a committed relationship with Jesus. Jesus said, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only they that do the will of the Father. How can you do the will of the Father if you have not come into a personal relationship with him? This morning, I just want you to search within your heart. And if you feel that you are convicted that I don't really have that personal relationship with Jesus. Or maybe I had that relationship but some things have come up that have made me go away from him. Even as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, it is a right opportunity to come and have a committed relationship with Jesus. 
If you are here and you are not born again, I just want you to, with every eye closed, if you are able, and I hope you will be able, I just want you to just lift up a left hand so that we will pray with you. Maybe you have strayed from the path. Maybe you have not even come to that committed relationship with him. You are used to going to church with your parents or following friends, but this time you need to have that personal relationship with Jesus. If you are here like that, just put up a left hand and we will pray with you. God bless you so much. God bless you. I know that you are making that right decision. I know. And the Bible says that heaven rejoices at the repentance of one sinner. God bless you so much. If you are able, just come just come to me in the front here. If you are able, just come to me. I just want to personally pray with you. And the rest of us, just let's keep our eyes closed and just continue to just pray based on the word you have heard. God bless you so much. God bless you so much. Anybody else? I just want all of us to pray and commit ourselves to God and to ask that he would take absolute control of us and that he would draw our hearts to himself. The rest of us, just pray and commit yourself into God's hands. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this opportunity. We pray that you will bless us, set our hearts and our minds after you, and let us live our whole lives for you in expectation of your return. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For well, somebody wants to do a better, you want to do a better for Thank you for listening. God bless you.